tonight on Dice and Cheery, we present to you a special holiday adventure into the party's dreams. Or is it their nightmares? We join them a few days before the werewolves were seen gathering for their assault on the Abbey. Crethen, Sprocket, and Irina are bundling up for a cold night. There's a colder wind blowing in through the Abbey than there normally is. And uh, Crethen, Sprocket, Nyrena, and Gizmo are all retired to their bedrolls around this flickering small campfire inside one of the abandoned halls of the Abbey. And uh, a cold breeze blows through uh, the dark and empty halls of the Abbey as you pull your blankets tighter up over your heads as you drift off to sleep. And uh, we kind of pan over into Crethen. Our vision goes blurry as we see inside Crethen's dream. And Crethen is standing on a, a rocky beach at sunrise, and there's waves lapping up against a, a pebbled shore. Uh, what are, what you would, Do you want to explain more about your dream that you're having here, Crethen? Yeah, we're we're kind of at the uh, just at the 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 edge of of a mountain range, and where kind of this range meets the cliffs and the sea. And I am um, essentially taking taking all of my weapons and and throwing them into into seaweed banks there, and standing amongst the willows and the lime trees, uh, overlooking kind of this this unconquered ocean okay as you just as you toss them we cut over to sprocket bundled up in his bedroll and again we zoom in and and fade fade in and sprocket is working on some large contraption in an abandoned square of kresik what's going on there sprocket well this land has been devastated and all the forestation has been cut down, and I have the, an idea to create a device that will help rapidly reforest the area. So in my dream, I'm creating a incubator for saplings. Now, of course, because it's meant to grow trees, it's in a uh, tree shape. Which, you know, clearly makes the most sense to Sprocket. <laughs> so evergreens tend to grow the fastest. Mm-hmm. So we've got, uh, say it's like a fir tree, you know, white fir maybe. And there are indicator lights all over it. Some are blinking. <laughs> all different colors. <laughs> and wires run from branch to branch. Carrying information that, you know, does something. <laughs> and this device can repopulate the forest of Kresk. Excellent. Uh, and then, as we, we fade out from that dream, um, we fade in outside in the wilderness, and there's a, a wagon parked in front of a campfire, and Esmeralda is sitting at that wagon, and sharpening a, a hand axe, uh, and the the light from the campfire is dancing on a large pile of 
of werewolf hides behind her, uh, freshly skinned. Uh, what's going on in your dream, Esmeralda? I recall this um, werewolf, werewolf uh, roasting on open fire, possibly <laughs> Jack Frost nipping at the toes of dead werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad so, you didn't go werewolf nuts. <laughs> <laughs> As you are sitting there, uh, just reveling in your your uh, the the spoils of your hunt, Esmeralda, a cold wind blows through, carrying a dark whisper. Your campfire flickers and dims, and you can feel the presence of something dark as it passes through your camp, and everything goes black. Uh, Crethen, you, uh, you are back at your cliff and you toss these weapons off and they clatter onto the rocky shore below and the sky darkens as the sun is eclipsed and there's a chill that comes over the area and all of the water, uh, begins to freeze and crack as it does. And you can feel this oppressive wind, wall of wind just pushing you backwards and you have the, the urge to run back away from whatever's coming. And as you do, you run back directly in to the, uh, the town of Kresik. And unlike how you left it, it is completely populated. There are people all around. Um, they are uh, decorating all of their houses with evergreen wreaths and tinsel. The, the, there are trees uh, lining the streets of Kresik and these these cabins tucked away in between them. And in, at each cabin, there is uh, people outside of it decorating. Um, there are uh, wreaths and uh, tinsel being put up in some of the trees. And a, f- a few of the f- uh, houses have uh, wooden candy canes put up out in the yard Everything is looking very festive as you enter. And off uh, off in the distance, uh, near the center of town, you can see what appears to be a large metallic tree that is twinkling with these colored lights. What do you do? This is not uh, the Kresik you left. Yeah, so this is definitely weird. Uh, is anybody with me? Is Gizmo around? No. What it's about just Bear-Gurn? you right now. A whistle for uh, Bergern. Uh, Bergern is there. Uh, Bergern comes flying out of the trees, heads to heads towards you. Does he have okay. a red nose? <laughs> <laughs> he does not. Um. Uh, all right. I'll I'll go up to to somebody randomly and um and and say what what what's what's going on? Where did you people come from? Uh, they look at you kind of strangely. Uh, this this man is uh, chopping some wood. And the edge, he looks at you and he says, uh, "Well, a happy Yule to you too." Is it, it, is it just you? rude, Pierre? All these newcomers coming here to see our festivities—just rude. Do you know an Irina? Says that Irina. Never heard the name. Oh, okay. He, well, he goes thank back you. To happy Yule. Wood. I'll <laughs> scurry on. Let's well, try heading uh, for that tree. All right, so you're headed off to the tree, Sprocket. You are uh, building this tree, and I'm 
the uh, initially you were building a street in the abandoned square of Kresik. Uh but around you now is all sorts of activity going on. Uh, much like what uh, Crethen saw, there is uh, houses being decorated with Yule decorations uh, and all sorts of activity in the streets. A couple people standing by watching you, um, but I don't know if if Sprocket would notice or not being involved in his work. No, he's uh, thoroughly engrossed in this. Around okay. the base of the tree, he's got boxes of, you know, he's... <laughs> Various tools he's using, they're all in boxes surrounding the tree. Have you have you put anything on the boxes themselves to, to differentiate some sort of like a colorful pattern? No, Maybe probably not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Esmeralda, after that dark presence swept through your camp, you found yourself standing just inside the front gates of... Kresik, the place where you had left uh, just a couple days before, and not uh, unlike how it was before an abandoned town with dilapidated houses, these houses are all uh, fully built and are being decorated by a lively bunch of people through the streets. And just up ahead, you can see a giant metallic tree with twinkling lights on it and uh, a familiar gnome around the base of it, uh, tinkering away. I like something that's different. Um, I mean, when I was by my wagon, I realized that, I mean, this was my my wagon, and so I do not, I seem to recall the wagon blowing up, so (laughs) I believe this is a That wasn't my fault. (laughs) (laughs) So every night before I go to sleep, I do think of my wagon. So if it does appear in the dream, I know it's like a talisman. So I realize this is a dream. Okay. So I go ahead and I float on over to uh, Sprocket. Oh, you're trying to float? <laughs> um, why don't you give me a wisdom check to see if you can will yourself to float? Let's do this. Let's um, gather wisdom. Say it, seven. You that attempt... Uh, you, you attempt to just you close your eyes and you think really hard to try and lift yourself off the ground and it doesn't work. Darn it. <laughs> and I will walk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and okay. I'm a happy walk. Yeah, so you, you stomp over to uh, Sprocket and the tree. What do you do? I say hello, Sprocket. I love the work that you've done. <laughs> huh? Well, oh, Hello. Crethen, as you head over, you see that Esmeralda and Sprocket are talking near the uh, near the large metallic tree. And uh, that cold wind starts blowing through the tops of the trees. They start swaying in the wind um, and everyone kind of slows down and looks up and is kind of like looking around nervously. Okay. What do you do, Crethen? Sprocket. Esmeralda, is that you? It is. What is going pretty. on here? Do y'all know where Irina is? You don't. Okay. I'm going to tell Bergern to go look for Irina. Okay. Uh, Bergern, Bergern takes <laughs> off. Sound effects. I was trying to make your job easier later. <laughs> Bergern takes off to the skies, circling around, uh, and dives down at some point uh, north 
the city. And several minutes later, uh, Irina shows up as well, um, confused uh, and wondering what's going on. Uh, and she says, uh, I believe that uh, this must have been Kresik before before all the, the terrible things happened here. Okay, but does she float? No, she does not. Okay. Esmeralda, what is with the floating? I just think it looked really cool. <laughs> Wait, all right, I was like, okay, Irina, glad you're here. Esmeralda, why did you steal our cart? Where, where'd you go? <laughs> we have werewolves coming. We can deal with that later, okay? Seems like there's a, a strong wind blowing that we need to focus <laughs> on. More importantly, how did you steal our cart? <laughs> you didn't have a horse. These are all things that can be explained at a later time. We need to focus. <laughs> and we never had our conversation about that skeleton hand. Priorities, okay? <laughs> As you guys are beginning to yell uh, <laughs> at, 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 at each other, and uh, and uh, Esmeralda continues to deflect, uh, the wind picks up. Uh, and you, some of the people, you, you you kind of aren't really fully aware of it, but this, as you guys are arguing, this is happening around you. These pe- people are retreating back into their their homes. Uh, a couple still linger about looking up, and then it begins to snow. And that's when people get very scared and start running off towards towards their their houses and shelter. Uh, and one one person runs uh, runs basically like right through your group on his way. Just like, are, are you crazy? Get inside. Why? Why? What's going on? It's the silent night. And he runs off down the street. Not that silent. He's kind of yelling. <laughs> After a moment, <laughs> uh, you hear doors slam, shutters close, uh, and then it's quiet. The wind has died down. It's gently snowing. And you guys are all standing in the square. Okay, I feel like these people know something we don't. Maybe we should... Get somewhere? I'm almost done with this, though. I just need to hook up this wire here and there. Did we? Did we find? We found Gizmo, right? Yes. Yes, Gizmo's there as well. Okay. Um, and as you as as Rocket says, there the the there's a big star on the top that lights up, uh, <laughs> a big bright star on the top of it. And just as that happens, there's a loud uh, a rumble, and the tree shakes a bit. Uh, snow is starting to pile up on all uh, on the ground and starting to stick. And you, off in the distance, you hear this thumpity thump. It's thumpity supposed to do that. Thump. <laughs> and then um. over the treetops uh, to the north, you see a top hat just poking up from top top of the trees and then back down. A very large top hat. Uh, and as it comes out of the tree line up onto the cliff near the abbey, you get a glimpse at a, a large, uh, giant, really, snowman wearing a top hat and a scarf that is crashing its way towards you. I say, guys, you might want to take a look at this. <laughs> so that's what they call Silent Night. Uh, maybe we should find some shelter. Doesn't look like a knight to me. It's not even wearing armor. I know. <laughs> it's not silent either. Um, okay, so is there any like shelter nearby that uh, uh, there are moving houses? it on the on the map? <laughs> <laughs> there are houses uh, all around. 
Um, all of them, people have gone into shut the doors and, and okay. the shutters. Is there like a barn or an inn? Uh, nothing around here. We ask uh, politely you... to get inside of the house. All right, go, go knock on the door before he moves it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who has most charisma to get inside the house? Gizmo. Gizmo, bark. <laughs> on, the, on, on the other side, uh, the, a voice just says, go away. There's a dog out here. He needs help. I don't care. Go away. Okay. I don't hear you. Them? Oh, maybe if we stay quiet or if, silence, perhaps we are okay. If you let us in, we'll make a lot less noise. That's good. Threaten them. Uh, give me threaten them. <laughs> uh, give me an, uh, an intimidation. Check on this well, commoner. Nine. A nine. Uh, he says that that's your problem then. Okay, but well, let's uh, let's 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 run in the opposite direction. I mean, and, we, have this, uh, we have a tree that makes a bunch of noise, right? No, it just lights it? up. Oh, okay. Darn it. You can make noise if you want. <laughs> as, a, as a distraction, yes. Okay, but 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 can we like go somewhere? Where are you going? Away from the snowman. All right, let's go. All right, let's. Uh, we're gonna try. Oh, stop moving it. <laughs> we're gonna try to uh, like uh, um, find a, a a barn or cellar door, or in. Okay, give me something that we unlocked. Give me an investigation check. Anyone that's searching for one of these doors can give an investigation check too. I got twenty three. Twenty three. So. Crethen tells everyone to go look and immediately you pull on a barn door and it opens up. All right, let's uh, get inside. Inside. I trust yes, Crethen go for some reason. Like All right. I'm going to motion for somebody we'll to, like, to like loan me a sword or a bow. <laughs> Let me check what I have. What do we have all sorts of things here. If you want to see. As you are going through your swords. They they, um, hand axe. I just kind of, can I just like motion to like the... Yeah, 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 yeah. I just set them all out and like, there's this. I hover, like I point at the hand axe. I point at the... Thumbs up. Okay. I have this thing I found in uh, Van Weerg's tower. (laughs) Um... As you are huddled in this, you can hear this thing stomping around outside. Um, and then there is uh, the hoot of an owl from a nearby tree. And the snowman lunges forward at it, just kind of disappearing from where it is in one place and appearing in the other and just de- uh, destroying the tree. Branches fly everywhere. Uh, the uh, the needles from the tree are just gone. They're just like shot out. Uh, uh, the, everything just exploded. And the snowman continues to trudge around as uh, a couple feathers fall down to the snow. And it's is starting it, to snow much, much harder now. Is it, headed, is it in the town? It's outside the town? It's like inside where? the town stomping around. And it's a snowman. Yes. 
Hear me out. Wait, maybe I'd maybe I can write this on the paper or something. I don't know. <laughs> you can you can whisper. Don't trust him. <laughs> let's set. Let's burn it down. Let's just light up this town. <laughs> uh, I like fire. I do like that strategy. Um, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> they didn't let me in their house. Okay. All right. If we if we're quiet, okay. we'll be safe. That's a good strategy as well. That's the rest of the episode is us being quiet. Do like what rock paper scissors or something past the time. Don't you have that spell that makes us quiet? You do have a. I think someone has a silence spell. Oh yes. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cast that on one of the houses nearby to the uh, the barn you're in. A hail of rock hard ice falls from the sky and begins crushing the house, just pulverizing it. Okay, that's them. Okay, a little glimpse into the future. I see you made a roll. Did the house make a dexterity save? <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> it got a zero. Okay. Um, I am... Is it heading our way? It's is... wandering around the um, the town. Okay. Um, I am passing without a trace. Okay. Um... You did have a silent spell? That's passive without a trace. Okay. And, uh, and so, okay. All right. So when, um, w- uh, that house, do we know where there are people inside? Uh, you don't know for sure, but you can probably guess there were. Okay. Is anybody coming out? Is it, is it just like slowly being crushed? It's, it's just being crushed by large boulders of hail. The, the sky cracks open, uh, again, and uh, another house nearby is crushed as uh, the snowman uh, lets out a horrible scream. All right, hear me, hear me out. So I can use this Nox spell and let's go into someone's house and get some information from these jerks. Well, I, I think we need to get those people out of the house while the snowman is far away. <laughs> we could just kill the snowman. Yeah, I think we might have to. I'm going to, while the snowman is drifting away, I'm assuming they're telling me about where the snowman is because I lost it from my sight a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah you can I'm hear it to... stomping. Like, you, you okay. can easily know it. it is on the other side of the town right now. All right. Re- I, want to, I want to go I want to go out and um, try to uh, see what I can see in that house, see if there's people inside. Maybe we can get them in all into the barn. Uh, the first, the closest house to the two, I guess. Yeah, give me an investigation. Except you can't actually see anything. <laughs> that's true. But maybe that's my strength. Nope, I got an eight. Nope. You find nothing but snow and ice. Uh, the wind has picked up. It is, it is coming down really hard. Blizzard conditions. Uh, so at this point, no one can see the snowman, but you can hear it. Wreaking havoc on the other side of the town. Okay. Uh, can I check the other house? Uh, yes. Uh, the other house is closer towards... You'll have to run back. It's on the other side, closer towards the snowman. Okay. I will... I will... 
I will pass without a trace my happy butt through. All right, give me uh, give me a stealth check. I'll go with you. Both of okay. you give me stealth checks. And I got to remember what pass without a trace does. It's like uh, I got a plus 10, 10. But what is it, 10? Yeah. So I got a 23. Right. Esmeralda, are you going with them? Um, you know Irina's what, looking I, to you. I would like to observe this snowman that will stay put, and I could um, maybe cast magic circle just to um, observe <laughs> okay. like, what I can do to this thing. I think that the magic circle does this. It protects me. If you want to cast magic circle, give me um, give me a nature check to see if you know what the snowman is. All right, nature check coming up. Is that what I'm doing? Yes. Where is it? Eleven. Nature at eleven. You know that this is a construct, and magic circle wouldn't work for it. Um, but what you do know about constructs is that they're uh, usually is some item that's animating it. Uh, Irina runs off with you as well. Uh, she's going to make a stealth check. 20. And then the snowman is going to make a perception check. 9. So you guys successfully get into um, that other one. Uh, this one is much less damaged. There's a big hole in the roof. Um, but uh, there is... Uh, there's not much other damage to the house and it's still locked up. Okay. Okay, but I've foolishly not gone with the group because I was going to cast the <laughs> circle of protection or whatever the heck. Um, it, so since it was just a hole and not crushing things, I it, it seems like I think they might be still safe inside. Yeah. I mean, you don't hear anything. Okay. All right, I'm going to not try to transport them across town because I, I imagine that their dexterity check is not quite up to mine. You hear the, snowman, the snowman rumbling towards you. Okay, we're going to head back to... Uh, I'm going to head back to the barn, I think. I'm going to motion everybody, like, going back to the barn. All right. Barn it is. Everyone's heading back to the barn. The snowman continues his trudge. Uh, and just before you guys sneak back to the barn, uh, it screams again, uh, and large hailstones fall and crush the barn in front of you. The barn that uh, they were heading to? Yes. <laughs> the, the barn that Esmeralda is inside? Uh, no, the Esmeralda barn that was... You did, uh, were you I'm inside the really barn still? I'm not really clear on where I was. I remember we were moving somewhere, <laughs> so I don't know if I was outside the barn... Well, do you it's, want to be inside the barn or outside the barn? So we don't know. We could uh, be outside and inside at Schro the same time. Schrodinger's Esmeralda. <laughs> <laughs> Both inside the barn and outside the barn. It is a dream after all. Yeah, I mean, how you're, can you're I really just observe outside. the snowman if I, was out, exactly. if I was inside the barn? You're just outside Riddle the barn. me that. <laughs> you're just outside the barn as it gets crushed behind you. Did I take okay. damage? Am I close enough? Like no, that... some boards fly near you, but is this uh, from? It's it's attacking from afar, right? That's doing the hail thing. It's coming from the sky. Uh, so it's it's oh yeah. What are you guys doing now that your barn is? It's slowly making its way in your direction. So then we turn. We we go. Okay, not that one. We'll go to that one. And somebody will say that hunk of junk, and it will turn into the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, is it by any trees, perhaps? Is it more by the building, or is it more by... Because I see there's lots of trees. Lots of trees everywhere. Yeah. Can we we go hide amongst the trees and the thick snow Uh, with using... using, uh, Continuing to use our... Our magic to hide. Yeah. How um, this is how long point. does that last? Uh, like an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let, well, let's see. Give me a uh, give me your stealth checks. Yeah, concentration up to an hour. Everyone, give a stealth check to hide from this thing. Ten is twenty. Twenty-five. Fifteen is twenty-five. I'll Gizmo. Gizmo got a twenty-eight. Thirty-six. <laughs> Esmeralda just disappears. <laughs> Much like she did from out the barn. Yep. <laughs> she didn't actually disappear. She started hovering and we didn't think to look up. <laughs> look exactly. how cool this guy's <laughs> look. Uh, and Irina got a 14, which is still just enough. Um, the snowman continues to trudge around. So is it... Is it snowing around the monster, or is it sending snow ahead of itself? Like where it's snowing this- everywhere, um, but as the as the snowman gets closer, you definitely feel it get much much colder. So, am I able to cast lightning bolt on the tree around it, perhaps? Yeah, uh, you can shoot light lightning bolt shoots out from you. So, if the you can shoot across it, and all the trees will catch on fire near the in the path to it. I'd like to give that a go, a go and see if that's oh, okay we're gonna fight it then huh <laughs> all right the monster give me uh give me your <laughs> your lightning you, bolt would, spell would, would you like to tell us what you learned about the monster <laughs> no i would you know you know I, it will take some time and like if it, this it will be a group effort like do would all of you like to attack the monster <laughs> i politely ask Okay, is it is it clear that he, that the monster is what is sending these giant ice yes. things? Okay, all right then. I think we we've got to kill it. The the town can't survive this. I mean, this is what I do. I attack monster. I see monster. <laughs> have you have you fought this this thing before? Absolutely not. Any ideas from your vast? Not, how about you talk to your ring? <laughs> and and ask your friend to actually help for once. I'm not bitter, except that his tower electrocuted the fuck out of me. All right, you know, I uh, <laughs> raise the ring up and I say, "Hey, hey, Rudolph, we got any intel on this uh, the snow monster?" What you hear in return is just. <laughs> See, it is dream. <laughs> All right. Well, if it's dream, is that man, my action? This... Like, I cannot do the lightning bolt now that I. <laughs> you can had do that little... lightning bolt still. Ah, <laughs> uh, Esmeralda, oh. this is a dream, but you're really here. When you wake up, could you come back? Because because these werewolves are coming to attack us, and there's a lot of them. Okay, I make no promises. <laughs> <laughs> but I will lightning bolt. All right, cast Let's lightning give it bolt. Give it a go. Uh, all right, DC 14 dexterity save for Frosty. A two. Did not save. So this lightning bolt arcs out of uh, Esmeralda's hands across the trees in the way, instantly catching those trees on fire. 
uh, and striking the snowman. Uh, and it, as it strikes, there is a um, red and green energy that seems to block some of your lightning that appears around it. Um, some gets through and still strikes the snowman, but this this very like red and green sparkly energy protects it from half of your damage. Ah, I think we're going to have to cross the streams. And now everyone roll initiative. Uh, how tall is it? It's, it's huge, right? Uh, yes. It's about, it's about 12 to 15 feet high. Why did I throw away my bow? Up first is Crethen. So you struck this, uh, Esmeralda launched this lightning bolt out of her hands. It caught some of the treetops in the area on fire. Uh, the trees are burning now. And when it struck it, there was a, 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 a energy field around it that deflected some of the lightning bolt. Um, some of it got through. Uh, and this snowman has turned directly towards where uh, the lightning bolt has been fired from. My apologies, that was an investigative lightning bolt. I didn't know this was, would be the result. Hey, I for, one, lightning bolt. I for one fully approve of your investigation tactics. It's exactly what I would have done. Oh no. Hey, Crescent, see, I'm rubbing off on her. She's running. Oh, the spark is a bad influence. <laughs> All right, Crethen, what do you do? It seems like this snowman is as alive as he could be, but let's see if he could fight just the same as you and me. <laughs> Charge with my hand axe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me, uh, you're able to run up to it through the snow. Uh, give me an attack. Ten. Does not hit. Okay. So I just uh, miss this enormous snowman. You don't miss it. You run up to it. And when you swing your axe, the red and green field, uh, your axe just bounces off of it. it. Makes a pinging noise and the faint sound of bells. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're 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 up right in front of this snowman now. Uh, so Esmeralda, gonna... you saw oh, wait, Crethen. wait, 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 wait. I need to do one more thing. What's I'm going to kind of look at it and sheepishly go. <laughs> and then uh, and then kind of tense up <laughs> uh, Esmeralda Crethen just ran by you and tried to hit it with an axe and was unsuccessful what are you doing? Learn it. Um, so did, it, did the fire affect this? Uh, it does seem all? to be affecting it a little bit you know what I am I am completely out of ideas right now I don't know <laughs> what to do with this if it's a mystery to me, it has some kind of shield. Um, if you want my advice, zappity zap zap. I mean, I've been given advice, and so I will go with that, I guess. So, yeah, let's give it a go. Let's see a lightning bolt directly to the okay. creature. How that works out. We got two of these left. Let's just recklessly just do this again. All right, 14, uh, and it has to make a dexterity saving throw. 16. So it saves. 
Uh, so it would you would be dealing 15 damage as it uh, it kind of moves its body to the side as the lightning bolt um, ricochets off. Does it say it does half damage? Yes, half damage. Hmm. Um, but again, most of that gets eaten up by this shield that it has around it. Sprocket. Is it obvious to me that this is a construct? Uh, give me a nature check. 12. Yes. Yes, it is. I forgot. Did you say how tall it is? Uh, it's about like 15 feet tall. Oh, okay. So not, 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 not like... huge. Not it's, it's top hat just sticks up above the trees. Okay. Rockets. What insight do you have? Share with the class. Well, it's, you know, clearly a snowman. So fire seems like it might be the way to go. And I have this nifty little thing I just found from Van Weerg's tower. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to move up within range and unsling the uh, pyrokinetic convergence device <laughs> off of my back. Is this the thing that blows up? Stats? Gonna twist a little knob on it, look at it, then aim and fire. Can we get the visual? Like, the spark is a pretty, like, he's just like a foot tall or something, right? And he had this, is this like this monstrous device, like just fire shooting out of He's like three what? feet tall. So this is probably <laughs> about the same size as him. I imagine him giving us like a like a speech beforehand. It's like you know, uh, we haven't had time to test this thing. I blame myself. <laughs> no, Sprocket doesn't care about testing stuff. <laughs> this is the test. Does it make a lot of noise? Like it moves toward the sound, right? Roll four d six fire damage. Fifteen. Uh, so as as you f- shoot the flames out of it, it doesn't go quite as far as you thought it would. Um, because it, it did, uh, the snowman moved back a little bit just after you said, just planted your feet. Uh, and as you fire, uh, you see that the, the red and green uh, field around it shatters. Uh, and it takes the, the full damage from your flame anyways. Uh, and you can hear it scream out in pain and begin to melt a little bit. Uh, I also need you to roll a 1d or 1d10. Four. Plus one. Uh, so you're you're okay. Huh. So that's what that the does. Mach- <laughs> the machine what, what functions is not okay? properly. Wait, what's not okay? Eleven would be bad. Yes. Uh, Each okay. time you use it, you add one to that die. So you rolled a, oh, you added goodness. one this time. Next time you'll add two to it. And then next time you'll add three. Until you take uh, a long rest to fix it. It is the hey, snowman's is, turn. If this is a dream, shouldn't like the long rest be happening automatically, like instantaneously? <laughs> We're in the middle of one. That's what Esmeralda said, too. <laughs> uh, the snowman creaks its its wooden arms and clinks its... Uh, or is tapping its claws together as it looks at you, Crethen, right in front of it. Oh, good. Uh, and you can see that its uh, its coal eyes focus in on you as it rears its head back and then opens up its mouth unnaturally wide oh, crap. and breathes forth a oh. blast of uh, ice breath. I thought it was going to swallow me. <laughs> I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. 
as well as um, Sprocket. And Esmeralda, you stayed back, so you're good. A seven. Oh, gosh. Eleven. And an eleven. Neither of them fail or succeed. Um, and so you take 48. Forty-eight. 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 Yes, forty-eight damage. <laughs> you take twelve damage. Both of you take twelve damage from the initial blast, uh, and then take another eighteen in cold damage. Well, that's not good. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> Irina's turn. Um, Irina sees what happens, and she's going to charge up. Uh, with her rapier and she deals damage eight damage and this thing that's adorable (laughs) she just just stabs it pin cushions it eight damage gizmo barking at it gizmo is also going to run in unless any of you call him back 18, 5 damage. You know, Gizmo he's doing starts, better than me, so go for it, Gizmo. Gizmo starts digging uh, underneath the, at the base of the snowman. You got this, little buddy. <laughs> and we're back up to Crethen. Uh You just took a blast of this icy uh, breath in your face. Uh, the shield seems to be down on this thing. Crethen. Okay. I think it'll move towards sound, and I think that tree is on fire. Which, okay. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, where's the tree that's you, on fire? Just in front of it. Okay. You're picking up what I'm throwing down, Crescent. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do Christmas caroling by that tree. <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I am... Uh, I am going to call in Bergern to dive in what I want it to do want Bergen to do is to grab the scarf and try to pull it down or pull it toward that tree in that direction. Okay. Give me Bergen's dive attack. All right. So 10. A 10. Uh, a 10 misses. Bergen isn't able to grab uh, any of the, the, the scarf or anything. Uh, makes a swoop by, but misses. Okay. Still your turn. All right, so um, I'm going to disengage, okay, and move, and and then move over uh, on the other side of the tree, and yell, uh, "Come and get me over here!" All right, so you're just you're yelling to try and distract it to get it yeah. to come over. Esmeralda, what are you doing? As Crethen runs over. Um, behind the burning tree yell- yelling at the snowman. I will float over to the burning tree. <laughs> Give me a wisdom <laughs> check to see if you're able to float. Gonna happen. No. <laughs> An eight. An eight is not enough. Again, I cross my arms and just stomp over there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so do I... See, it doesn't move towards the sound that's... Do we know uh, yet if it's moving towards the sound? We don't know yet, yeah. <laughs> I hope this works, because one more hit like that and I'm dead. Okay, I'll go to the tree and I will I will sing 
啦啦啦啦啦，啦啦啦，哈哈哈哈 ！And I do my maniacal laugh. <laughs> uh, give me a performance check to pull the song off. <laughs> Let's see. Here we go. Performance. Oh. Whoa, twenty-six! That's some beautiful sounds. That is a beautiful <laughs> song that you sing. And as you do, the snowman puts its hands on its ears and starts screaming a horrible noise. And you see the snow melting away from it as it、uh, flails about, and one of its arms catches on fire、uh, from the tree,、uh, and it begins flailing this flaming arm about,、um, melting some more. Uh, and you see、oh、what、God. is left in the ashes is a. La, 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 la. <laughs> 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 What's left in the ashes、uh, is a、uh, a night hag there,、uh, crumbling away and melting away into the snow. No, <laughs> melting away into this black puddle of ichor.、Um, No, I don't. No, I don't think any of y'all are actually here anymore. <laughs> um, Sprocket,、uh, you see all of this happen, and this snowman melt in front of you.、Uh, and just as you、uh, see the the final bit of this night hag melting away into a black puddle,、uh, you hear bells, jingle bells, from up above. Seems to be moving quite quickly across the sky. What do you do? Please, please don't shoot Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to toss the、uh, pyroconvergence device on the ground. Okay. And it does,、uh, does it sizzle when it hits the, the snow? It does. Yeah,、Probably. the snow <laughs> melts around it. <laughs> so I'll pull out one of my special fire bullets, <laughs> load it into my pistol. Say, "Hey, marshmallow, roast this." <laughs> oh, well, the snowman is gone. Snowman is melted and dead. Oh, well, I guess. Well, that's a bummer. I imagine him doing it anyways, and he coming up. It's like, oh wait, oh. Well, oh. there was a hag or something there, right? He's、yeah. insulting this hag. That, no, the hag is a puddle now. The snowman、oh. and the hag have melted away into a puddle, and that's when the the bells started. There's something making this jingling sound. That's moving quickly through the sky around the town.、Oh, okay. All right. In that case, I'm going to summon my turret. All right. And I am going to go with a defender turret, which、uh, no one's seen yet. Awesome. So,、uh, you know, another boxy device with legs on it. This has a、uh, round device on the top. Looks like a、uh, Tesla coil. Like one of those,、uh, you know, the balls that you touch and the, like the lightning, yeah, the lightning ball thing, and it's just kind of sitting there sparking. Okay,、um, Irina,、uh, she is by the puddle,、um, and and she kind of pokes at it with her her rapier. Says,、uh, I think I think we got rid of it. Gizmo starts licking it up. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and Crethen.、Uh, Uh, you you are there. You also hear these jingle bells getting closer. Okay.、Um. I'm curious about the device. Like, what what does it do? Oh, Sprocket's device. I don't yeah, know the- what does it do, Sprocket. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Guess we'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> I'm 
Uh, okay, so do I, do I get a sense of how far away this thing is? Uh, close. Can't see it through the blizzard, but it's close. Okay. And getting closer. Uh, guys, should we find some shelter? I'm going to go. Uh, You're going to go find some shelter? Yes. I don't think it's going to matter. <laughs> Where are you look, trying to look for shelter? The barn's been destroyed. Uh, the trees are on fire. And there's you two houses. something out of snow. Actually, you know what? I'll take the opportunity to, to cure wounds on myself. Um, okay. Sprocket, how are you doing on that? I'm a little beat up. Esmeralda, are you doing know. anything it's as one, these jingle bells get closer? I want to know what it could be. You know, if you were to roll over some stones, you might be able to give me some shelter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Sprocket. <laughs> really? I thought it was a stretch. <laughs> Uh, what do you What do you want to know? What it, it is? The jingle bells? Is there like a way that I could? Too far away to see what it is. We just too hear far the sound. You can give me a perception check to see if you can make anything out towards the area of the sound. Okay, let's let's try that out. Let's go to perception. Seventeen. You see a large red sleigh being pulled by several skeletal reindeer. And the badass? <laughs> hey, how come they can and float? <laughs> just as um, just as you see that, it comes uh, closer out of the uh, out of the, the blizzard uh, and gives off this, this horrible high-pitched <laughs> and throws a large wrapped box down towards all of you. You manage to step out of the way as this wrapped gift crashes onto the ground and out of it comes an animated toy. Uh, this wooden duck uh, comes out with fangs in its beak and, uh, and slides towards you and... You return the gifts. <laughs> Esmeralda, uh, it opens its mouth and shoots a dart out of it at you. Does uh, 17 hit you? I believe 17 is your armor class, right? It is. All right. So you deal. You take four damage. This dart strikes into your leg. Sprocket, you are up. You can now see this sleigh uh, flying through the air uh, and this animated toy that is shooting darts at uh, Esmeralda and Crethen. Hey, give that thing some grapes, will you? <laughs> Anyone with kids will know that as a uh, reference to the duck song. Don't don't explain it. Make them make them Google. <laughs> so first, I want to activate the turret. The uh, ball on top sparks brightly, and uh, anyone within ten feet of me and the turret will get uh, seven temporary hit points. And now pistols, I'm drawing and firing at the sleigh. All right. Thunderhead at 12. 12 misses. Cacophony for 20. 20 hits. That's not a natty. Uh, for four piercing damage. It's called the Sloppy Joe. Four damage. As you, um, as it strikes it, there's a, uh, a white and red candy cane striped energy that blocks uh, part of that sh- that damage. Hmm. 
And my third shot will go at the duck. Okay. For 10. 10. That hits, and it's dead. Okay. Nice. I got your grape right here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Irina, uh, seeing Sprocket take shots at the... um, at the sleigh is going to follow suit and she's going to pull out her crossbow and take a shot. Uh, a nine, the shot goes wide and misses. And Gizmo can't really do anything but bark. So that brings us back to Crethen. The sleigh is flying around above your head. What are How you doing? How far away is it? Um, it's probably pretty close, low to the ground. Um, out of your jump range. Up and, oh. out, out of <laughs> your range. Probably It's probably like 70 feet away. So you could... Uh, you you can hear it because of the bells, but you can't pinpoint it. So a ranged attack for you would have disadvantage. I don't have any ranged weapons. Well, there you go. Uh, can I pick up a rock and chuck it? Yeah, improvised weapon. Give me uh, just an attack. I think I found a plus two rock, though. <laughs> what, me, uh, how do I do just a, just just a an d20? Attack? D20 plus your dexterity. If I just hit that, does that work? Yeah. It does. Okay. 13, uh, the rock falls short. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I could, at least got, I got some good distance on it, right? I don't want to go yeah, out oh like yeah, that. Yeah. You got like 60 <laughs> feet, and then it just fell <laughs> fell short. Okay. Um, Esmeralda, <laughs> what are you doing? Would have gotten to first base. <laughs> Not without asking first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is this. Um, there are skeletal reindeer. Yes. And there's someone in the sleigh. Yes. Who's been throwing gifts? Do the is the reindeer in front have a red nose? Uh, yes, it does. I don't know where I was going with that. I was gonna. I, I was waiting, <laughs> just waiting for the attack that was going to focus on the red nose. <laughs> I mean, that would imply that it is leading the way, and maybe without the red nose, they don't know where they're going. But I think that it, it, it doesn't really matter. Like he's just throwing oh, present bombs we, out of the sleigh, though. I if we know. break the red nose, then they won't be able to. He won't be able to find his way anymore. He'll get lost in the snow. That's a good point. I mean, perhaps. <laughs> Wait, so, so let's, yeah, let's let's go for that. Let's see what I have. I think I can have like an arrow or something. Let's see. Crossbow? Yeah. If y'all, if y'all all have crossbows, can somebody give me something? <laughs> I already gave you something, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want? I guess it is Christmas. Weapon. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is Yule. It's a Yule. <laughs> I can hand you a weapon, but good luck figuring out how to use it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I aim for that red nose. Ooh, 24. 24. Uh, you take a shot at this red nose, uh, tracking it uh, as it goes across the sky, and you let loose, and you strike it true. Uh, the red nose shatters like a glass bulb. Uh, and the sleigh uh, swerves a little bit in the sky and begins to careen out of control uh, and crashes into a, a, a third house uh, across the uh, across the way from uh, from where you are. Uh, 
crashes into it. Splinters of wood fly <laughs> everywhere. A couple gifts fly up into the air and just explode. Um, and, this is uh, very amusing to watch. <laughs> Please tell me this is within 60 feet. <laughs> just on the edge of it. You, 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 How can we see all this? <laughs> I'm like, what? What's going on, guys? Tell me. <laughs> 62 feet away is where this crashed. <laughs> so you saw the explosion and some of the, the splinters come flying towards you. Um, and then emerging from this wreckage uh, is a night hag. Now, uh, I really hope someone's grandma wasn't in there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, oh no, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, Grandma uh, got struck by a, a, a skeletal, <laughs> skeletal night hag reindeer. Hunkered down in her house. <laughs> Your time Eve. Um, they say you don't believe in night hags, but as for me and Grandpa, <laughs> we believe. <laughs> The uh, the night hag crawls out from the wreckage and feebly stands to her feet and looks uh, looks at you, Esmeralda, with your crossbow in your hand. She says, "You," and she lifts up her hands and thrusts them towards you. And these purple darts shoot out of her fingertips. <laughs> Float uh, out of the way! Three of them <laughs> that come careening through the air and sh- each one of them strikes you and you take 14 damage. Oh, I should not have left. <laughs> um, and she, after she launches those magic missiles, um, she continues to um, hobble her way in your direction. Just absolutely menacing. Is it, um, is it my turn now? No, it I is mean, Rocket's I, turn okay. now, actually. Sorry. Like what, okay. Ooh, missiles. I can do that. So I will shoot. All right. Uh, 19. 19 is a hit. For 12 damage, and that's magical. And that, oh, another hit. <laughs> 17 for 11 damage. <laughs> just well, let him finish it. That's just, no, no, let just, him keep just going. It's fine. And 13. <laughs> All of 13's those. 13's got a hit because she's already been dead for a for while. For seven more magic damage. <laughs> um,. She only had 10 hit points left when you started. <laughs> so how, how does this uh, this hag die by your guns? Oh, just three rapid blasts. It just riddles her with bullets. Just like gunning down a desperado in the street. Uh, as, as each strike, she kind of uh, stumbles backwards, each bullet that strikes her. And then on the final one, just explodes into a black smoke that quickly disperses and the and, snow dies down a little as bit I stand there you can see wisps of smoke coming up from the barrels it just looks really cool my trench coats billowing in the wind <laughs> i'm i'm gonna say we did it and then i'm gonna like look very nervously toward irena to see if she noticed that i didn't do anything <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to said, like book it toward the sleigh and see if there's any presents left. <laughs> I re- Esmeralda goes running off towards the wreckage. Uh, Crethen, you say, I did it. And uh, look at Irina. Uh, uh, Irina is looking right at you, like wide eyed. 
<laughs> I didn't say I. I said we. Um, I just wanted to be part of the team. And the snow dies down a little bit. Uh, and the wind stops and it goes quiet again. Uh, and right after the, a quiet beat, there is a roar uh, that comes from the abbey. Uh, and all of you, your, uh, your attention is immediately drawn to the abbey and silhouetted against the sky. You see this great horned figure standing on top of the abbey roof. And it takes a running leap off of the roof and down into the trees below. Uh, and from the movement of the tops of the trees, you can see that with great speed, it is coming towards you. What's going uh, on? Something's coming. Um, do I find anything in the present? Uh, why don't you give me, uh, you do find the wreckage. Why don't you give me an investigation check? And I guess there are things that require attention, but I still... Priorities. Investigation. Yes. <laughs> Got a 19, maybe? Five? Uh, a 19. Um, you find uh, a couple of the presents, but when you open them up, um, you can see that they are damaged. Uh, inside, there was anima- other more animated toys. A couple of them had uh, flasks, which are now broken and just filled with burning oil. Uh, all of them were traps of some kind. Are they now like... They're, they're safe? Like they have been disarmed? Uh, yes, all of them are damaged beyond repair. Um, the oh, my Christmas shopping sleigh, is done. <laughs> the sleigh does appear to be uh, intact still. though there are ju- And there are just reindeer bones scattered around the area. Maybe you can make it float. So something dangerous is running towards <laughs> us, and you stop to look at trinkets. It's Christmas. Do you want to like be my apprentice? Hanging around around Sprocket too long. (laughs) I mean, I'll hire you as a... (laughs) I'm thinking this might be Sprocket's dream. Like, whose dream is this? (laughs) This doesn't seem in character for Esmeralda. (laughs) So if if this is a conversation in character, I think this is definitely my dream. Because Night Hags... This something tells if if this is if this is what's her name? Um, why am I blanking on her name? Morgantha. Morgantha. And this is definitely my dream, and y'all aren't here. Okay, so anything Although, stupid I've done, it's just all your fault. Right, but if you are here, remember <laughs> werewolves need help. <laughs> <laughs> if it is his dream, that explains why you're acting like me. <laughs> yeah, mm, there's one way to test this. You know, you you wouldn't have knowledge that I don't have inside my dream. So what's with the skeleton hand? That's it. We, know, we got this beast to focus on right now. <laughs> it's about it's this my later. dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, there is some horned beast on its way towards you through the trees. Uh, you guys are standing in near the near the town square. Your mechanical tree is right in the town square. <laughs> Can uh, that there tree are do few, anything? <laughs> a few houses uh, around that have all boarded up, and then the the damaged barn, the destroyed house, and then the house that the uh, Santa Claus had crashed into. Uh, well, I did take my action. However, I would like to use my bonus action to activate the turret. Yes. So, uh, Esmeralda, you get your seven temporary hit points back. Nice. Irina 
She has her uh, her rapier ready again, and she says, well, what do we do? As this thing is charging across the field towards you. Or the, the woods towards you. I would say we kill it. Hide in the barn. <laughs> what barn? There is no barn anymore. <laughs> she looks, she points back at just like a, a, cra- a crater with some melting blocks of ice in it. Can you give Crescent a weapon? Uh, she says, uh, I have the crossbow or the rapier. Which one do you want? To you, Crescent. Um, I'm looking. Crossbow. Here. She tosses it over to you. You've got a heavy crossbow now. Cool. You want me to fix um, that for Thank you. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Gizmo growls um, as the the, tr- the stomping of this beast has slowed down um, and you can't hear it anymore. You know the direction it was coming from, but you can't hear it. And Gizmo is just growling in that direction. And it came from the abbey? It came, jumped down from the abbey and uh, made its way right up to where you are just in the, in the tree line uh, and you all can see this large dark shadow moving into, in through the trees uh, until it steps out forward uh, and you can see it is a horribly horrible beast with large horns on its head and covered in black fur and a long red tongue coming out and in one hand it holds this uh, this broom this made of twigs and, and sticks uh, and over its back, it has a large um, sack. And uh, it looks at all of you. And uh, you hear this voice, uh, th- this uh, hag-like voice come out of it saying, You'll be trapped in this dream forever now. And that's when it lunges out you towards... Know, if I could float, it wouldn't be so bad, but... It's going to lunge out towards, um, let's see, who is in in line there? Probably uh, Esmeralda and Sprocket are in the path here. Esmeralda, does a um, 17 hit you? My armor class is 17. So that hits. And 16, does that hit you, Sprocket? Normally it would. However, I... For just an instant, I blink out of existence and pop back, and because I'm casting my shield spell. Okay. So the that one misses uh, Esmeralda. You take thirteen as uh, this horned demon charges you and gets you right in the side with one of its horns. Oh. Esmeralda, how are you doing? Um, it's okay. Everything is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Crethen, you are up. This um, demon that we will we will call for ease. This Krampus has uh, just gored Esmeralda as it ran right by you. Okay, what do you do? All right, I um, <clears throat> I'm gonna hand axe it from behind. Okay. Am I? How, do I have to charge it? Uh, you just you can. You have to close okay. the gap, but you don't have to charge. It's like ten All right, feet away. I, I just. I, I want to. Do I have room to teleport back uh, once I'm done? And I do. Yeah, you have about ten feet. Okay, cool. So let's. You have to say something cool, like "Let me ask you something." <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that one. 
<laughs> okay. What are you going to axe it? Uh, I'm going to axe it. Does a 25 hit? Oh. Yes. Six damage. And I'm going to smack it again. All right. Or 23. 20, 23 hits as well. For another six. And then I'm teleporting back. Okay. Um, Esmeralda, you just got gored by this thing. Correct. So it's right there in front of you. Okay, so um, what happened with the Crescent's attack? Uh, there was there appears to be no shield whatsoever. Crethen's uh, attacks just uh, deal damage directly to it. All right. So I am currently surrounded by all these these gifts, right? Yes. It has a with his sack over its shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like there's some link there, but I can't really make this. <laughs> so I just... I just thought, what the hell, lightning bolt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could I, like, make the lightning bolt come out of a gift? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I wanted to be a festive lightning bolt, but I don't know how. We got one of these left. A festive lightning bolt. Okay. Just toss a gift in the air and go, here's a present, and then shoot the bolt through the, the, the gift and into him. Is prestidigitation Ooh. a bonus action? No, it's no it takes an action. Oh, bummer. Casting time is one action. Okay. Because you could have used that to make it festive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Presto will change colors of things and put light candles and unlight them and stuff but you threw you throw this gift uh towards it towards him uh and uh get his attention when he looks over the lightning bolt comes ripping right through the package dexterity saving throw 17 so uh your your lightning strikes it um and it uh it manages to kind of step out of the way of some of some of the the bolt, but it just grazes it. Still do quite a bit of damage, but the lightning bolt strikes the damaged house just across the street, uh, and it catches on fire. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> You've been thunderstruck. <laughs> Sprocket, you are back up. I like the uh, loud noises. <laughs> so I'm going to pull out another bullet, the same one I used on Van Weerg, and cast Shatter. All right. I'm going to... Uh, it's a 10-foot radius, so I'll plant it in a position where it will only hit Mr. Krampus and not anyone else. Ooh, a Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it needs to make a DC 15 constitution save. And it rolls. Oh. A 22. So it'll take half damage. 19. All right. So eight damage, nine damage. And this really loud burst of Christmas music <laughs> hammers everyone's ears. It, it it puts its hands up to its ears. Same. Definitely. Same reaction to Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> Deck the halls with loud explosions. <laughs> Irina is uh, going to use this opportunity 
to uh, strike with her rapier. Um, and she does not does not not able to get through. Um, Gizmo is going to run up and do his patented bite maneuver. Um, Gizmo used bite and it's not very effective. That's what's patented about it. <laughs> it's just not the patent is it's not effective. Um, and then Mr. Krumpus, uh, after being barraged by all these attacks, is uh, takes a takes a, a half step back uh, and uh, clutches its uh, its switch that it has and its bag very tightly, and then it just disappears. And you can hear this growling laugh uh, that seems to echo all around you. <laughs> so if I remember correctly, does the Krampus, does it want children? Does it take children or something? I don't know. How do I figure this out? I, no, you want would, children and take children are two different things. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going with this, <laughs> yes. but I didn't like it. <laughs> Nature. Uh, if you do a nature check on that to see if this Krampus demon, if Is you know anything I about know. it. <laughs> I thought I knew something about it, but I don't know. I mean, it has the gifts and everything. Okay, nature? Here we go. An 11? You don't know. You know it's a Krampus demon, but you don't know wh- what its motive is. Uh, could I try that? Well... I you know, uh, yes. actually probably wouldn't because I'm convinced that this is this is Morgantha. <laughs> this is your dream. So it is your turn, Crethen. All right. Can I like, uh, this thing is you heard it laugh around you, but you don't you can't no, you can't pinpoint where it is. Okay. So you dress up the sprocket like a child and then it's <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not shaving my mustache. <laughs> I'm just throwing stuff out there. <laughs> Irina has the hat of disguise. That's true. <laughs> true. Yeah. That's true. She does. Of course, this is stuff I've made up. We don't know. <laughs> so, if I cannot make out, like, could I try focus really hard to figure out where it is? Uh, yeah, you can. You can give an attempt. Give me a perception check with a disadvantage. Ten versus a twenty-two. You don't know where it is. It sounds like it's all around you. Okay. Well, thankfully, I can look all around me, so I'll just stay prepared. <laughs> okay. Esmeralda, why don't you give me a perception check to try and locate the Krampus? I'll give that a go. A 20 is not enough. It sounds like a good amount, though. <laughs> it is a very good amount. <laughs> like you could not see, like, maybe the little tracks in the snow or something from a 20. You don't. It's floating! Just the tracks where it was standing one minute and then wasn't <laughs> the next. Uh, are you doing anything moving or any action? Uh, you you could you can't attack it because you can't see it. Uh, you know what? it's out there around, there around you somewhere. Could I, like, do a, like, let's see, mirror image? Yeah, How you could do like this you... lasts for. Does it say one minute? Uh, if you one minute, yeah, duration. Okay, I'll try this. You know, that's pretty right. cool. as well. So you cast mirror image, and three copies 
of Esmeralda up here right next to her. There's now four Esmeraldas, uh, all identical, all moving in identical ways together. It's like that, uh, mm-hmm. like that, that street performer that has all the puppets connected to them by the poles. Yes. That's what's happening here. <laughs> That's going to play mind games. Sprocket, why don't you give me a perception check to see if you can locate... 15. 15 is not enough. No, I assume we uh, killed it. We won. (laughs) (laughs) You can go back to to working on your tree. And I'm just casting the mirror image because it's a party. (laughs) I will uh, reactivate the turret, though. Okay. So you can take your seven temporary hit points back. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone, make sure you have seven temporary hit points. Don't mind if I do. Irina is looking around, sword drawn. Um, she comments, "It's is it getting colder?" Gizmo uh, is whimpering a little bit, uh, and then the Krampus demon lunges out of thin air from behind Irina and grapples. There's a fifteen, and Irina rolls a seven. Uh, the Krampus tackle demon. and grapple tackles and grapples <laughs> Irina just grabs her this long bony hand with claws on the end of it just grabs her just by the head uh, the top of the head uh, the fingers and nails coming down around her face as uh, Irina screams and she's lifted up into the air and in one motion the Krampus shoves her into the sack and you you hear her muffled screams go silent as he puts the sack over his shoulder and he is going to attack Sprocket, who is nearby with a single lump of coal that he throws at you. Uh, 23, does that hit you? Yeah, that hits. Uh, you take nine fire damage. Bang. <laughs> As this lump of coal strikes you and explodes. Crethen. Ooh, we're going back to the fire thing. Yes, he reappeared right behind Irina and shoved her into his sack. Okay. And so now he's like in the middle of all of you. All right. I am going to call Bergern in to assist my attack with some flailing about, kicking up some snow, while I am casting my favorite spell... Ensnaring Strike. <laughs> it's gonna work. It's gonna work this time. One of these days it's gonna work. Ensnaring yes. Strike. Okay. So let's pop him. <laughs> <laughs> a critical miss. That was a that Berggren was assisting, though. Oh, that's right. Berggren was assisting, that's so a, that gives you advantage. Yeah, so, so that's a 19. <laughs> not a not a, a nine, <laughs> which is a actually a one. Uh, okay, so that is a okay. Hit. Give me the damage. All right, now it's their strike. This is I got nine damage. What is your spell DC? Fourteen. Fourteen versus its plus four strength. Eleven. Wait, it's a Christmas <laughs> miracle. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> This this spell works in my dreams. <laughs> it one hundred percent works. <sighs> uh, so these vines, as, as you strike it with your axe, 
These vines wrap around its legs and its hands, pulling it down to the ground as it's trying to fight these vines. And then thorns grow out of the vines. And you can see in the areas where it's wrapped around the the Krampus's arms and feet, uh, they begin to to, uh, get soaked wet with blood as it screams out. Um, Esmeralda. Oh, can I hit it again? You. Oh, yeah. you, You have another attack, don't you? Sorry. 17 is a hit. All right. Seven. Seven damage. Uh, again, you strike this uh, thing. It cries out in pain. Um, Esmeralda, you are up. Uh, it is ensnared in vines, pulling it to the ground and having trouble moving. Um, it uh, Making it restrained, which means you get uh, advantage on your attacks against it uh, and it can't move um, it is right around these trees some of the trees on the outer edge of this uh, of where you're fighting uh, are on fire uh, and the ground is blanketed with snow what do you do what was that the tree what the trees are on fire to the the west of you uh, okay. they're the trees that you set on fire before they've now spread to a couple more <laughs> we're really gonna burn the tr- the the town down this is this is why the town became deserted. It's because we destroyed it in the past. <laughs> it all makes sense now. So, um, Irina is in the, the is in the sack. Okay, forever. We don't know. We don't know. Is the snack? Is the snack? Is the sack ensnared? <laughs> Uh, no, it is still in in uh, in its hands, like it's it's on the ground, but it's still clutching the the mouth of the sack. Okay, do we do we want to get Irina out of there, or do we just assume like we? I would like to get Irina out. Attack and actually, I don't even really believe that she's literally here. So <laughs> and. Okay, so and then we don't need to know. It's not going to disappear again. It doesn't like it seems like we know where it's going to be because of the vines holding it in place. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it can move at this moment because it's being being restrained by these vines. The goal was to get Irina out. I could possibly try knock on the sack. We'll just try to, or grab I could it. just attack it. Can you just try to grab the the sack and open it? I don't know if that would work. Yeah, you can give that a try too. It's in it's clutched in its hands, so you'll have to pull it from its hands. Okay, I will try that. Here All I right. call it a name. Here I go. I'm going to try it. You got to beat a fifteen. Not so much. That you're unable to wrench it out of its hands. You're tugging tugging away at it, but just unable. Uh, it still has a tight grip on it. Uh, it looks over at you. Uh, just with this pained menace on its face and its giant red tongue flailing about and drooling everywhere. Sprocket. Esmeralda is trying to pull the sack from its hands. Uh, its vine, The vines are clenching tighter and tighter as it tries to pull away uh, from it. And uh, Irina is still in the sack. What do you do? Well, I don't care about all that. I'm just irritated that this thing used fire on me. And fire is my thing. 
<laughs> so I'm going to use Firebolt. Okay. Uh, 22. 22 and 19 fire damage. So this beam of energy fires forth from my pistol. And this uh, this actually defeats the Krampus demon. So give me uh, what, what happens as the, the, the bolt hits it. It burns a hole in its chest right clean through and then the uh, hole just kind of expands until the whole thing evaporates into ash and its bag falls to the ground. Bag falls to the ground, which also turns into ash and I, Irina pops up. Oh, uh, <laughs> just like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> Holding her head and it's just like, what just happened? Um, and There's the, no the presence a- or anything? This just her? <laughs> just her. That's that's, okay. that's a very fine present. Okay. No kids in there. <laughs> no children. Some dream uh, the ash <laughs> swirls around uh, in the wind. Uh, and this gust of wind from the west blows in and pushes all this ba- black swirling ash uh, away from you. Uh, and it seems to strike something in uh, a f- an invisible figure standing about 15 feet away from the, the, the group of you. Uh, and as more of this smoky ash swirls around and clings to this figure, the uh, image emerges of an old woman, uh, a familiar old woman, one that was pushing a pastry cart in Barovia. Uh, and she has, uh, has in her hand a, uh, a single pastry. She says, well, well, now, can't we just all put this behind us and, and share this pastry that I've brought for you? You've, you've done quite well. Hey, Dennis. I don't understand <laughs> what you're you're talking about i'm simply admitting that you have bested me in combat and this pastry is your reward what kind of pastry is it don't 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 no. one of my very own special creations like an apple turnover or i suppose you croissant say that it's it's sort of a turnover Organtha. we're not the same as when we first encountered each other Take, Did you eat one of our pastries or something? Take my advice. Leave us alone. And we might leave you alone. Um, you can see her her hand clutches the uh, grips the pastry tightly and crumbles it up. And as she does, her skin turns this deep purple. Uh, and she transforms into the, this horrible night hag. Uh, this purple skin and the, these small curved horns on her head, uh, ragged clothes, and she said, you won't be getting out that easily. Wait, I got it. Her skin turns purple and she turns into smoke on the water. <laughs> and fire in the sky. Everybody. We're going <laughs> to have to cut that out because we don't have the li- the rights to that song. <laughs> it's fair use. It was under 30 seconds. Okay. At this point, we attack Crescent. Because <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that this is his dream. It was Morgantha. There's no way out of this. 
So are you um, telling me that it's it's some sort of purple haze all in my brain? <laughs> I gotta admit that lately, lately things up, right? they just don't seem the Morgantha. same. <laughs> Definitely been acting funny, and I don't know why. Excuse me while I Morgantha bust this says, lady up. <laughs> <laughs> Morgantha says, uh, says, oh, you think this is just Crethen's dream? Delightful. Crethen, it's your turn. All right. Uh, you have been pissing me off for a very, very long time. And I know that in my dreams, this spell works. <laughs> so... We're going to unload on this lady. Okay. Berger assisting, coming in, flapping around, zooming past her head, ensnaring strike, axe, right upside the head. All right. 10. Well, it's not enough. 13. 13? Still not okay. enough. Okay. Swing again. F- <laughs> 15 is not all right. Now I'm going to sheepishly teleport backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just kidding. (laughs) Falling in my trap. (laughs) Oh, crap. (laughs) Morgantha uh, watches you teleport backwards uh, and she points at you with a single finger. uh, And uh, does a 22 hit? Yeah, pretty much. Wait, right, I'm gonna check. Then. Oh yeah, yes, it is. A black beam of a vis of uh, enervating energy springs from Morgantha's finger towards you. Uh, on a hit that tar- you t- you now only deal half damage with weapon attacks that use strength until the spell ends. Okay. <laughs> At the end of each of your turns, you can make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, and the spell will end, but you uh, get hit with this beam, and you just feel weak. You just feel like you, you're having trouble lifting the axe up, um, and uh, you you just feel sluggish. Esmeralda, this night hag, Morgantha, uh, was looked like an old woman at first, but she crushed the pastry in her hand uh, and turned into this horrible night hag uh, and shot a beam of enfeebling energy. Uh, a ray of enfeeblement out of her finger at Crethen. What do you do? It's a pastry, like, totally crushed. Oh, man. Oh, uh, there's two pieces of it on the ground. Uh, uh, Sprocket has one. <laughs> He's been carrying it for days. Actually, weeks now. Yeah, yeah weeks now. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Could I use the mage hand to shove the pastry into her mouth and give her a taste of her own medicine? <laughs> yeah, you would. I, I think that would be a sleight of hand check. Isn't that mage hand? Oh, sleight of hand. Ma- to mage use hand, mage would, hand would pick it up and then sleight okay. of hand to shove it in her mouth. <laughs> uh, let me see. Hold on. Like, how do you like it? I've got to look up the dream pastries again. But I click on sleight Wait, of hand right now. Wait, you didn't have that yeah. pulled up? You didn't expect us to just go ahead and take it? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> what? A sleight of hand is 20. First Morgantha's um, probably her dexterity saving throw. She does none, so just plus two. 12. All right, so you manage to shove half of this dream pastry in Morgantha's mouth. Um, 
<laughs> she, she fights for a little bit. She's shooting this ray of energy out at Crethen, weakening him. And she fights a little bit, turning her head left and right, like, like a child who's trying, won't eat uh, their peas or something. And, just, <laughs> and you, you manage to just like cram it, the, the skeletal hand that uh, appeared. But isn't that a delight? <laughs> just crams it into uh, into her mouth. Um, and then I, I, I think even too, it, it like moves her jaw to make her chew it a little bit. <laughs> Excuse me while I eat this delight. <laughs> I have to cut that one out too. Um, <laughs> grabs her nose and rubs her chin. <laughs> Uh, oh, see chapter six for a description of the dream pastries. Oh, Hold on. See, I love it when we derail the game. <laughs> it will be worth the wait, right? Yes, it will. <laughs> it's a dream within a dream. It's, not, oh. it's just now. We, now we've gone into Inception. <laughs> dream pastries. Okay. The dream pastries taste and look like small mincemeat pies. A creature that eats one must succeed a constitution saving throw or fall into a trance. Okay, so DC 16. Oops, that's not what I wanted. She's not even going to act like it's tasty. Like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, you mm. I got extra. <laughs> no. She's, no, no, no. <laughs> Trying to push it away. An 11. <laughs> so she is incapacitated for 1d4 plus 4 hours. Oh, okay. If she rolled a 1, so 5 hours. I, she's really not selling these things. <laughs> she falls into a trance. Uh, she falls down into a trance. And... Uh, the the creature it says the creature dreams of being in some joyous place far removed from the evils of the world. Wait, uh, she, and I she's think too far removed from herself. <laughs> <laughs> um, as she is dreaming about this joyous place, uh, yeah, she dream. falls to the ground, having a dream within a dream. Uh, you are all standing in this snowy. This snowy village, uh, the trees behind you are on fire that are giving an orange glow over everything. Um, and are there any chestnuts roasting in them? There are not. Oh. They were, they were, there were some pine cones roasting in them though and giving off a nice spruce smell. Because um, cause all if, of that, because if something happens and Jack's frost starts nipping at my nose, I'm gonna be pissed. No, go ahead. <laughs> I think we uh, did that one was, already. All of that, there, there's a there's a, a darkness that's emanating from the sleeping Morgantha who's asleep in the snow. And it it's almost like around her, the light is getting darker and darker. And that, that sphere of darkness is growing and growing. Uh, everything goes dim and it goes to a completely black, featureless plane. And off in the distance, uh, all of you are standing there. Uh, and off in the distance of this black, featureless void, there is an old windmill that's dilapidated, long forgotten. And there's uh, smoke coming out of a smokestack of it. Uh, and suddenly that windmill is close, closer to, to you. Uh, the door is open and inside you can see a figure moving around and baking uh, uh, over an oven baking 
all sorts of uh, pastries that uh, this old woman is pulling out from the, the oven. And she turns and looks out the door directly at, uh, at all of you standing out there in the void. And she just cackles and uh, holding this tray still, the door slams shut on its own. And uh, all of you wake up. Uh, Irina, Sprocket, Crethen, you are in the abbey. The campfire you were sleeping around has gone out. Uh, it's middle of the night and cold. Uh, all three of you are looking around, uh, startled. Esmeralda, you snap awake uh, in front of uh, a wagon. That's not your wagon. It's their wagon. And uh, <laughs> your fire has died down. Uh, your uh, werewolf pelts have dried uh, that you've, you've laid out from your hunt have all dried up uh, and already be packed up. And you've all woken up back into the present day to the real world. All of you leaving behind that collective dream world that you were in. We'll start with our, our guest, uh, Esmeralda, played by Blue Velvet. you have anything to plug? Um, I'm just uh, Blue Velvet on Twitch. And it's Blue Velvet on all other media, uh, social media, Twitter, Instagram. Awesome. Crethen. Uh, well, and uh, I don't know that we've said this on the program, but the um, spinoff Dice and Dreary novel is out and is uh, another adventure of Crethen and Sprocket. Um, it's on Amazon and it's called The Hallowing of Ground. And so please do check that out. And uh, then we, uh, Blue Velvet and I, just uh, actually put up uh, the uh, parody of Africa that we did called Barovia um, based on this game up on Bandcamp, and of course you can uh, just snag a copy at any time on the Dice Jury Patreon, but now you can also get it on the Techno Funk Boy Bandcamp. This sounds like all good Christmas gifts. Yes. <laughs> I I will get I will get the, the link to your uh, the book, and we'll put it on the Dice and Dreary website, too. Cool. And uh, Sprocket? I don't really have much going on. Crescent and myself have been working on another podcast, uh, totally different. We're running and Curse of Strahd. And <laughs> <laughs> Curse of, uh, what's his name? Rod? Rod. Yeah, that's it. Rod. Rod. <laughs> no, um, Curse of Rodney. <laughs> it is uh, called the Tuesdays Suck Podcast. Basically just, you know, sitting around, chatting about everything, nothing. Nerdy stuff, mostly. Nerdy, mostly nerdy stuff. Just yeah, something to listen to during your work day to help get you through. Yeah. It, uh, first, uh, it, it's, it's turning out to be really funny and really interesting. So, um, at least should us. Be fun. We have <laughs> one other can, person uh, who liked it. <laughs> <laughs> where can people listen to it? Uh, we hopefully All by now. Podcast catchers. Right. Yeah. Hopefully by now, uh, it's everywhere. Um, but, awesome. uh, yeah, as of recording this, it's not everywhere quite yet. Awesome. But as of release, it will be. 
right? Will it be on the pocket cast? Should be, yes. Yep. It will. It, it, it will definitely be there eventually. If it's not right now, as in upon re- upon this episode's release. Hello, oh, future people. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> yes, or past beats into right the future. <laughs> um, and I'm Jeff. Uh, you can find me as uh, Jeff A T O M on Twitch, uh, on Instagram, I believe, or on uh, Twitter, I believe. There's a underscore Jeff underscore A T O M. Uh, but on uh, also on on the Dyson Dreary Patreon, uh, you can come support the show. Um, also on Twitch, I've started streaming some, uh, doing uh, some edits of episodes. Uh, I will probably be putting up the final edit and mix of this episode sometime later, uh, later this week or next weekend. Uh, I'll probably be putting that together. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's about it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you to Blue Velvet for returning in her role as Esmeralda. You can find her on twitch.tv slash B-L-U-V-E-L-V-E-T or on Twitter at It's Blue Velvet. Thanks to tabletopaudio.com for some of the sound effects in this episode. And as always, thanks to the Techno Funk Boy for the music in this episode. (laughs) 